Welcome to the Habesha Finance Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial independence and overcome your money problems. I'm Matt, bringing you the education and tools to help you get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Habesha Finance Podcast. I'm Matt, your host. On this episode and the next episode, I'm going to get into how much you should be saving, how much you should be investing for retirement. And this is going to be kind of a two-part series. And today, I'm just going to kind of go over the general basics, things you got to consider, things you have to understand and think about before, you know, you start making plans to save money. Everyone's personal finance journey is unique, is different. And it's really important to understand that. It's really important to know that what your financial plan is going to be different from the person next to you and my financial plan is going to be different from yours. But if I could just give you guys some general information, some general knowledge, I think that will go a long way, especially when you take into consideration the historical data that backs up what we're going to be talking about today and next week. So when it comes down to it, you're going to want to be able to invest the maximum allowed into a retirement savings account the government will allow per year. Whether this is in a Roth IRA, a traditional IRA, a 401k, a solo 401k, a SEP IRA, all of those different accounts have different maximums, have different limits. And I've talked about each of those retirement tax advantaged accounts in previous episodes that I'll make sure to link in the show notes for this podcast. But I mean, I did like almost four, five, six back-to-back episodes where I talked about the different kind of tax advantage accounts and non-tax advantage accounts that you can save your money in. So make sure you go check those out for whatever your situation is, whatever retirement vehicle you're saving. And if I don't have it, then please go check out the habeshawfinance.com website and right under podcast, you can submit a question. Feel free to ask me a question or just submit your topic for me to cover on a future episode. Definitely would like to do that for some of you out there who are listening who are going through this financial journey as well. But like I said, you want to invest the maximum allowed into your retirement savings account that the government will allow. Ideally, I want you to save and invest at least 30 to 50% of your income. That's right. You heard me say 30 to 50% of your income. This is going to get you to retirement faster. This is going to get you to financial freedom sooner. Many financial personalities suggest you save and invest at least 10 to 15% of your monthly income. What this means is that a 25-year-old who invests 10% of his $20,000 annual salary, for instance, in an S&P 500 index fund, for 40 years can possibly retire with $1.6 million. That's based on historical data. That's based on a 25-year-old staying at that $20,000 annual salary, obviously, This person will get raises and earn more. Hopefully, I think the majority of us will agree that you would not be at $20,000 for the rest of your life. And I think this is a really important concept to grasp is for 40 years, if you just made the same amount, $20,000, saving 10% of your money, which is $2,000 a year, you're going to possibly retire with $1.6 million. In the past, you would have retired 
working 40 years, saving 2% of that $20,000 annual salary with $1.6 million after 40 years. The most remarkable aspect of someone retiring in 40 years investing $173 a month and potentially becoming a millionaire is that that person's total contribution to that $1.6 million was about $83,000. Just 5% of that total $1.6 million. That's amazing and that is astounding. That's really awesome to see. Over the span of 40 years, you retired a millionaire and only came out of pocket $83,000 to get there. At the same time, you give yourself options to have an additional savings account on the side, pay off your house, fund college for your kids, travel, donate to charities, and do so many things that you want to do. All the while, you stayed diligent and saved $173 a month. I really hope, aside from certain circumstances, mental, physical ailments that trouble people out there, I really hope that most of us who are physically and mentally able virtually can do this, virtually can become a millionaire after so many years of saving and investing. And today, it's just a general introduction, general understanding that I want you to see for as little as $173. And it's not that little. $173 is not chump change. I mean, it is a lot of money. I, I still look at that $173 and say, say to myself, wow, I mean, that's like a cable bill. That's like somebody's internet bill, but that's what you're giving up. You're paying for internet. You're paying for cable, $173 a month, for instance, and you're giving up $1.6 million in 40 years. And that's the opportunity cost that so many of us do not recognize, do not see. And so I really want you to get into this mindset of I'm not just going to save the match that my company offers at 2%, 3%, 5% match. I'm not just going to save with whatever I have left over every month after I spend my money on clothes, after I spend my money going out, after I spend my money on vacations. No, let's look at this on the front part. Let's look at this at the beginning of each month. How much can you put away? How much money can you save? I really think that many of us can do this 30%, at least 30% of your income. Now, I know you have debt. I know you have obligations, financial obligations that you've got to take care of. And that 30%, maybe 20% or 15%. But do your best to get yourself out of debt. Do your best to get yourself in a financial position where 30 to 50% is feasible. And if you're earning income, if you're making at least $50,000, if you're making at least $40,000, and if you're in the six-figure range, you have no excuse. But if you're in the $40,000, $50,000, $60,000 range, aside from having kids, certain circumstances that just don't allow you to, aside from those things, look at what you're spending your money on. Look at where you're allocating those funds to. And then see if you can take away some of those things to save that 30%, that 40%, that 50%. Because if you want to retire in 40 years, then go ahead. Save 10% of your income. If you want to retire in 30 years or 20 years or 10 years, even 10 years, yes, there are people who have done that. Then you're going to have to up that amount that you save per month to the 40%, to the 50%, to the 60 70%. And I'm going to get into all of that in the next episode. 
because I'm excited. I'm really excited because when I saw this information, when I did my research and analysis on saving money and how much we need to actually retire and the kind of circumstance, right? Like paying off our house, what that means to us 15 years, 20 years, 30 years from now, I was blown away. And this is the information that I want to share with you on this podcast. You're not going to hear it anywhere else. Maybe you will, but you're not going to hear it the way I'm going to put it on this podcast. And so I hope you guys will join me again next week as I get into the 4% rule, as I continue to explore how much you need to invest for retirement. Thank you for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful and purposeful week.